Welcome to the Sunday Morning Podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Crawley. This message is by Anna Andrew. Good morning. So, we wanted to do a bit of a Bible quiz just because, I don't know about you, but like in the summer, we can just... Yeah. We don't always use our brains that much, or we can just be on holiday mode. So we thought we'll just get you ready, get your brains thinking, get you prepared for school. So we talked about this theme being back to school. And the first thing that came to my mind, because I'm a mum, is uniform. That can either be exciting or a bit annoying for some people. So I was thinking about uniform and I'm going to have my little helpers help me this morning. I'll call you up in a minute guys, don't worry. Um, And it got me thinking about uniform and what that means. So who's who's organised and got their uniform already? Who's been uniform shopping? Been uniform shopping? Yeah. Yeah, who's not yet got their new shoes? Who's not yet got their uniform, anybody? Oh, so we might be helping you this morning get prepared. Okay, so where's Judah gone? Okay, toilet break. I'll just um, fill the time a little bit. So uh, some people can be a bit desperate to get new jumpers. I don't know about you, but, you know... Mums, you can be, well, think back when you were at school and you get a hole in your shoe or your shoes are getting too tight and your mum's like, I'm not buying any more till September. You need to wait. So your feet are getting wet, your shoes have got holes in and things can start getting a little bit tight. Judah, you can come forward. So I thought we'll just show you what it can look like sometimes when we get a bit desperate for new uniforms. How are you feeling? Is it a bit tight? Can you breathe? So as you can see, it's a bit short. It's a bit restricted. Who, who um, was feeling their uniform get a bit tight? Did you grow quite a bit? Did you get, were your trousers starting? Holly, you're not wearing a school uniform. <laughs> um, were your trousers starting to get a little bit short? What, what, just out of interest, what does everybody call short trousers? You know, when they're not shorts. Ankle swingers. Anybody else? Half mast. Ankle bashers. Anybody else? Jack ups, apparently. That might just be a Luton thing. So, um, yeah, so I was thinking about this and I was just thinking, you know, we can feel a little bit restricted when things start getting a bit tight, a bit small, and we can start getting a little bit uncomfortable. So, then this can happen. Levi, come forward. Levi's going to be my next little helper. Then the mum goes shopping. Mm-hmm. 
as you can see, Levi's got his new blazer ready for school. How do you feel, Levi? It's a bit long. Don't worry, you'll grow into it. (laughs) Who's already had that conversation? Because, kids, I'm really sorry to tell you that mums want to get their money's worth. And it's got to last all year. And if you think I'm buying you another one, you can think again. It's got to last two years, apparently. So, yeah, so we all have this conversation with our children. Levi, I think if I got you a blazer like that when you start secondary school, it will probably last about five years. So that would definitely get my money's worth out of it. And if you lose it, God help you. (laughs) So we've got feeling really tight, really restricted, really uncomfortable. And then we've also got really big and really uncomfortable. And then you might think... There may be a time where you've had your new uniform and it was a bit big like Levi's and then it's got shrunk in the dryer and now it's starting to fit you or you've grown a bit and now you're starting to fit in it a little bit more and then all of a sudden it's the end of the year and your mum does that to you again. And so at one point you were starting to feel comfortable in what you were wearing and you don't want change. You want to stay with your uniform that's probably got holes in, that's probably ripped at the cuffs and it's probably got holes in the knees. You want to stay in what's comfortable. You don't want to change. So what am I talking about? This is not just about uniform this morning. This is a picture of what God likes to do for us. Okay? So, this morning is about preparing for change. This, is, this morning is about preparing for something new, stepping into a new season. I love September because it's quite like January, like a new season, new start, and getting prepared for what God wants to do. Okay, so we don't often like change, do we? Who likes change? Sometimes it's exciting. Change is exciting. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes change can be a bit scary. Who's starting a new school? Put your hand up. (laughs) I'm not sure that is. Starting a new school, aren't you? Very excited. And a new area, and a new house, and a new church. Very exciting. We welcome. This is Isabel, by the way, and her children from Birmingham. And we're praying for your house move. Um, so, yeah, you could be starting a new school, but you might be just starting a new, new year or you might have a new teacher, or you might be going to secondary school, or adults, you might be starting Bible college for a second year, or starting Bible college for a first year, or it might just be a new job, or something new that you're about to step into a very new season, college or university, and it can feel a bit uncomfortable, It can feel like you're out of your depth and it's a little bit scary. And you can feel like that is just a little bit too big for you to handle or a little bit too big for you to manage. It might be that you're a parent for the first time or for the second time or the third time and it can just feel a little bit 
overwhelming. You might be about to lead a freedom group. Sarah and Kathy's not here this morning. You might be about to lead a small group for the first time. You might be about to step into something a little bit new in the church. And that can be a bit daunting, a little bit scary too. Or you might be doing freedom for the first time this season. Or you might be starting going to a small group. And that can be really out of your comfort zone. And you could be feeling right like Levi now, like... This is just a bit uncomfortable. This is just a bit too big for me. It's easy to stay in what's comfortable. God doesn't want us to stay comfortable. He wants us to grow. He wants us to grow. But sometimes we need space for us to grow. Like to stay in this is very hard to grow because it gets more and more restricting. But this, as uncomfortable as it is, he's got room to grow. He's got room to to learn and to grow and get bigger. God puts us in situations that are sometimes just a little bit too big for us. Or where it's just a little bit too uncomfortable. He wants us to encourage us to rely on him in those situations. We need to learn to trust him. Who knows what WWJD, not about to start to rap, don't worry. (laughs) Who knows what WWJD stands for? Shout it out. Amen. Do you know I had a friend who got saved? And uh, yeah, she had that tattooed on her wrist, but then she's kind of like backslidden a little bit now. But she's got, what would Jesus do on her wrist? So that's quite good. Anyway, (laughs) makes me laugh. Um, yeah what would Jesus do that is the thing that God is pressing on my heart this morning is that we're to lean on him trust him what would Jesus do in this season in this situation God is saying today trust me that you will grow into this This situation, this school, this place that God has for you for this season, you will grow into it. It may seem really big and overwhelming, but God will lead you and you can trust him that you will grow into it. I want to ask you a question. How do you grow in God? Hmm... How do we grow? Shout it out, Penny. Oh, you can come and carry on. (laughs) Did you all hear that? Submitting more to God and relying on him more. Is that right? Anybody else? Prayer. Man at the back. Prayer. How do we grow in God? Anybody else? Pardon? Learning the word. Amen to that. Anybody else? Pardon? Learn to rest in him. Amen. Okay. So, 
So part of the process that God takes us from, where we, we want to grow in him, we want to grow in the things of God, and we need to learn to trust him, first of all, it's about allowing the process. The, the freedom group, or the small group, or the leading prayer for the first time, or going to a prayer meeting for the first time, or going to a new school, or starting a new job, and that's what God has for you, that's what God's leading you into, it's about allowing the process, not letting fear or anxiety restrict you and stop you, not letting something take hold of you that you can't grow, it's about allowing the pro step, move, That's number one. We need to move and allow the process. Step into what God's asking of us and embrace it. Embrace what God is asking of us. Trust him that he will take us through. Lean on him. Similar to what Carolina was saying about resting in him. Learn to rest in his presence. Lean on him. When we don't know what to do, lean, learn, and move on. So lean on him, learn from him, and move on to the next. Boys, you can sit down for a minute if you want to. You can stay in those. You look quite good. Meet my phone. When I was thinking about this, there was a scripture that came to mind. And, and it's a story of Jesus. When he was a boy, he was only 12. And they, um, his parents um, went to the festival every year and to the temple. And you can read it in Luke 2.41. I'm not going to read all through it now, but it's quite a good story. Um, so Jesus is 12. Okay, who's 12? Have we got any 12-year-olds? Ah, i got one 12-year-old. Cool. So Jesus is 12. He's gone to the festival with his parents, and they're there in the temple, and it's part of what they do, and they're worshipping God in the temple. And then it's time to go home, and they, they go home. Anyway, there's loads of people traveling, and at some point, his parents, Jesus' parents, realized, oh, where's Jesus? Oh, I thought he was with you. Oh, I thought he was with you. Oh, where's Jesus? So for about a day or so, they started looking for him, and then they still hadn't found him. Can you imagine, just for a little minute, suddenly realizing you have lost Jesus, who is actually the Son of God? You have lost him, and you don't know where he is. So they frantically look for him, and after three days, they finally find Jesus in the temple, just listening, asking questions, studying, talking, and his mom was a little bit cross, and basically questions what are you doing? And he says, why were you looking for me? Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? Then it says a little bit later on that Jesus was obedient to them and grew in wisdom and stature 
and in favour with God and man. So, my question is, another question, how do you grow in wisdom, stature and favour with God and man? Any ideas? Oh. A water? Obedience. It says he first was obedient to his parents. Can we have an amen to that? All the parents say yes. So, children, Jesus was obedient to his parents and he went with them and he grew. He grew in wisdom. Do you know adults as well? When I was reflecting on this, that is the start of us growing as children of God. That we first need to submit and be obedient to what he's telling us to do. We can't sit back and, and say, not yet, I'm not ready, I haven't got time, I can't do it. There's a call and a, um, God wants to grip us and say, come. He wants us to be obedient. He wants us to be obedient children where we respond to what he's asking us to do. There's an, a, a call for obedience that, you know, sometimes we can try and put things off and put things off out of fears and anxieties. But God wants to bring us into a place of obedience, first of all, where we can say, yes, I will. I'll surrender. I'll submit. I'll do what you're asking me to do. So first of all, there was obedience. But then the other thing that really stood out to me was Jesus' priority was being in his father's house. That's where he wanted to be. That's where he dwelt. That's where he wanted to grow and learn and grow. He wanted to be in his father's house, and that had to be priority in his life. And I'm not saying, you know, church is the be all and end all what I'm saying is being in your father's presence is priority that's Sunday that's every day though you know Sunday is every day worshiping him being in his presence it's actually making that priority I heard something this week that really challenged me although it was last week I don't know where it was where I heard it but it said open up if you still use paper diaries like me I love a paper diary I love my diary Um, None of this phone diary business. If it is your phone, you can do it as well. But to submit your diaries to the Lord. Pray over your diary. What is it you want me to do this week, Lord? Do you want me to do this? Do you not want me to do this? Submit our diaries to the Lord. Let's not get so busy in this season that we forget the priority. The priority to give him time. The priority to put him first in our every day, not just Sundays. We sometimes make Sunday priority. What about every day? You know, and it's been a big challenge for me because I know that God, he wants to do something bigger and more for me. And I've been saying, to be completely honest, I haven't got the capacity to do everything. But actually, when we seek first the kingdom of God, all things, say all things, all things would be added to us. So it's about submitting 
to him and putting him as priority in our lives. So children, to grow into your very oversized uniform that your mom wants to last two years, you don't need to think about growing, do you? It just happens. It just happens. We just need to eat healthily and we just grow. We can't stop it. It it just happens naturally. But to grow spiritually, there is some thought and decisions behind growing spiritually. And children, it's about giving God time, recognizing, being thankful for what you have, giving God time, talking to him, praying, reading your Bible, getting into things like that, giving him time. But adults, there's a decision as grown-ups as we're responsible for loads of different things and jobs and children. But we have, we can grow. There's, that's the amazing thing with being um, a Christian. It's never finished. There's always more. God always puts us in that oversized jacket and says, right now, grow, fill it. Then he gives us another oversized jacket and he says, grow, fill it. And we have to keep me moving and leaning on him and moving. So we need to make a decision. I want to grow in this season. I want to be prepared going into this season where God wants to expand my capacity. That's something that he's been saying to me is that when I've said, oh, I've not got the capacity for all. I haven't got the capacity. God's been rebuking me saying, no, you haven't got the capacity, but I have. And that's where I think I was a little bit off. Because I was trying to do everything in my own strength. And I knew I couldn't. But actually, in his, I can do all things. But I have to submit everything that I'm doing. I have to allow him to be priority. I have to allow him to take over so that I can grow. Who wants to grow? spiritually in this next season who wants to expand who wants to fill out who wants to know God more than you've ever known God there's a desire in your heart just to step into something new that we have this we can do this we can we can know him greater than last year we can do more see more experience more That God's got something so much bigger than ourselves. But we have to surrender and say yes, amen to that. So there may be a little bit of reordering. There may be a little bit of a challenge to us this morning. There may be a little bit of a response. But first, what I want us to do on our tables, children, if you gather around your tables, I want you just to take a few minutes just to share if there's anything you're a little bit scared about, whether it's a little bit of a fear or something that you're nervous about for starting school or friends or adults. I want you to also share as well if there's anything that you're a bit worried about in this, going into this new season, or if God's asking you to do something and you just feel it's a little bit too big for you. If you just take five minutes, just a couple of minutes each, just to share, and we're going we're gonna to be um, 
praying for each other. But we're also going to be taking communion as part of this, as part of this starting this new season with making God number one priority. So we're going to get all this stuff that anything that could be restricting us, holding us back, stopping us from moving into this new season, we're going to get all that out. And I want children as well to be praying for adults and I want adults to be praying for children. We're going to be doing that during communion. Um, So if, how do you want to do this? Yeah, if you take five minutes or so and just share on your tables... If you're not on a table, either join a table or stay in your group where you're sat and just share anything that's happening or is challenging right now. Okay. So the, the bread is coming round. So if you just take a chunk, just wait a second before you eat it. If you've already ate it already, it's okay. It's forgiveness. Okay, there's there's power in communion. When we take communion together and we remember what Jesus did for us on the cross, how he gave us his body, how he shed his blood for us, there's power for breakthrough in that. There's power for healing. There's power to move situations on. The things you've just been praying for, we just want to believe as you take communion that God shifts some stuff in our lives. Amen. So, Father God, we just thank you. We thank you for your body. We thank you for your sacrifice for us. We thank you for the blood that you gave to us to break the power of sin, to break the power of shame, to break the power of sickness. Father, we thank you. Everything you did for us on the cross was to set us free and to bring us into right relationship with you. So the Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. So if you just like to take the bread. Now, feel free, if you, if you haven't given your life to the Lord, you don't have to do this. We're not forcing you to do this. But you take communion if you, if you believe it's right for you to take communion. Okay, so if you just take your bread... If anyone else needs any, just just ask one of the helpers and they'll get to you. Okay. Right, and if we can have the wine glasses just going round. So in the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, this cup is in the new covenant in my blood. This is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes.
As you take communion, just thank him for what he's done for you personally. He went to the cross for you personally, individually. He gave his life for you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. If you're still praying, that's fine. We're just going to begin to worship as we finish this morning. And right at the end, I'm just going to ask all of the children to come to the front. And I'm going to, I want to just pray for every single child in this place. But let's just, let's just enter into some worship and then we'll do that. So if you could just stand to your feet. We can have all of the children, if they, they haven't escaped and they're not wandering around the school. If we can have all of the children, parents, if you need to bring them forward, just bring, I want all of the children in our congregation and teenagers as well. Come forward, come forward. I want everyone at the front, we want to pray for them. Come on, teens, I can see two there. Come on. Come forward, come on. Just stand, just stand here. Morgan. I'm going to name names now if I see anyone hanging around. Anyone else back there hiding? Come on. Sean, yes, come forward. And we've got, there's loads more, isn't there, that, that aren't even here today. Do you know, we have a lot of children in our congregation and teenagers. In fact, if you actually look at the numbers, it's, we're almost 50-50 children to adults. Did you know that? It's great. It's a great blessing to have a young congregation and, and lots of future here and talent and ability and purpose that God has for these guys' lives and destiny. I want us to just stretch out our hands towards them. And I just felt this morning that we need to pray that these guys are going to be influencers in their generation. That we, we have an expectation of what they're going to become and what they're going to do. That we're not just kind of saying, well, okay, I hope they just, just about get through school and get a good job. It's more than that. God has more than that for them. And I do want to stress, it's not, it's not necessarily about our kids getting straight A's and being high achievers in that way. Some of them will. But it's more about, okay, God, what is the purpose and the plan, the future you have for each and every one of them? And God, we want to see them do their best in school. We want to see them give as much as they can, can give and do as much as they can do. So I'm just gonna, we're just going to stretch our hands and we, we want to just release the Spirit of God onto their lives. And not just these guys, there's the other ones here that are part of our congregation. I know not everyone's here today. We want to release God's Spirit to move in their lives. So Father God, we just thank you from right from the youngest to the oldest here, Lord God. We thank you, Jesus, that you release your Spirit, Father, to work in and through their lives, Lord God to see them achieve everything that you have planned for them to achieve, right from the, the littlest here all the way to the oldest, and also the ones that aren't here this morning. Father, we thank you for you using these children to be influencers in their generation. Father God, we thank you, Lord God. You have great plans for them. You have a great future for them. You have a great hope for them, Lord God, that you, you have just purpose for their lives, that they're not just here to fill, out, fill, the, fill the seats in or fill the numbers in in their classrooms, Father God. And they're not just 
going to scrape through school and just scrape a job when they're older. But Father God, you've got a, an influential purpose for all of their lives, Lord God. Father, we thank you for our children. We speak your protection over them, your blessing over them, Father God. That they would be favoured by you, Lord God that they would be blessed by you, Father, that you'd give them creativity and dreams and vision and desires and, and, and just stuff downloaded from heaven. Father, that your hand of favor will rest upon them when they're in their schools, Father God, or places of education, that they're, they're protected by your blood. The blood that we just received, Father, we thank you that that speaks protection over them, breakthrough over them, healing over them. Father, if there's just issues in their minds or things like that that they need breakthrough in, Father, we thank you for breakthrough now in Jesus' name. That, Father, they wouldn't just be influenced by friends or people that are going to take them off in the wrong direction in life. Father, we thank you. You'll, You'll protect them and you keep them on the path of life, Lord God. That you lead them into righteousness. You lead them to you. So, Jesus, we thank you for all of these children that you've given to us, Lord God. And Father, we give them back to you and we say, Father, you use them for your glory in Jesus' name. We thank you for dreams and visions to be released to them when they're sleeping at night. Father God, you just speak to them. Let them hear your voice clearly. Let them know your direction clearly. Father, use them in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Let's give them a round of applause. Amen. You can be seated. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com.